Hello everyone, I'm your host Sonali Mangal and welcome to another episode of the Just Connect podcast where we share tips and suggestions for how you can build and grow your network. And on our show today, our guest is Anna Spoke, who is the author of the books Shizzle Inc. and Indiot. You can check them out on Amazon and you can find Anna at annaspoke.com, that is A-N-A-S-P-O-K-E dot com. Now, on today's episode, Anna shares a very effective way for building your network, which is that if you can find a way to add value to your community, then it's a great way to get to know people in that community. So as an example, she is an author and she thinks about things that other authors can benefit from as she goes through the process herself and she shares those things on her blog. So similarly, in your case, let's say you want to network with people in your industry or perhaps get to know people who are pursuing the same hobbies, the same interests, then if you can find ways to add value to them, which are probably very similar to things that you think will add value to you and start sharing those, then that's a great way to get to know people in that community. So I hope you enjoyed today's discussion and without further ado, let's welcome Anna. Anna, hello. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sonali. Thank you very much for having me here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I was looking at your bio and unfortunately, I haven't had the chance to read your books yet, but the the cover looks very interesting, especially this thing called India. Can you talk about your books a little bit? Um, the first book was almost an accident. It's called Shizzle Inc., as in Shizzle Incorporated. Um, and it started as a series of jokey emails to my sister after I attempted to read Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. And I was a bit blown away by how clumsy and really uninspiring the protagonist was and how, for some reason, the billionaire falls in love with her after <laughs> she falls down in his office. So the first scene that I wrote was, uh, it's somewhere in the second chapter, I think, where the protagonist, a blonde, naive uh, 20-year-old, um, falls twice in a billionaire's office and <laughs> for some reason he decides to hire her. <laughs> and it kind of grew from there. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, it follows the misadventures of Isa Maxwell as she tries to find her 15 minutes of fame. She is really driven by good intentions, but they continuously get her into trouble. And uh, in the end of the first book, just as you think that she has wisened up and uh, she has achieved her 15 minutes of fame and fortune, and just as you think that perhaps she knows better what to do, she falls prey to a scam email from a prince in India, and she decides to, instead of giving um, this non-existent prince $5,000, she decides to actually go to India and help him personally. So in the second book, Indiot, um, Isa, who is the idiot in the story, um, is basically trying to uh, sort of waddle her way through um, just being overseas for the first time. And all the trouble more and more trouble that it brings yeah actually and when i looked at your profile the first time i didn't see the n in the idiot so i thought it was idiot but then i saw the n and I'm like okay now i get it and then she was wearing, yeah, wearing a, a sari which is the it's Indian. a little bit like the idiot abroad you know it's yeah. an idiot in india yeah, so yeah. Uh, all the books have the one word Sort of one word, um, catchy titles. I hope they're catchy. Right. Yeah. yeah, and Shizzle, especially on Amazon, at least, you have 79 reviews and the overall rating is four stars out of five. So clearly the book is doing very well. So congratulations. 
Thank ah. you very much. And it would have been higher, but some people, um, there is a divide between my reviews. People either get it and love it mm -hmm. or don't get it and really, really hate it. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, I have heard that generally the things that tend to do well I inspire a very strong sense of either you love it or you hate it, which is usually a good sign because you can't create something which, if it pleases everyone, is usually not so good because you know you can't read um, yeah. everyone's thank you for saying that actually on my blog i have written a piece which is very popular it's called a short guide to surviving one star reviews and what i did i went back to look at the reviews on goodreads or maybe on amazon of really popular bestseller classic books and i looked at literally hundreds of thousands of one star reviews that they have attracted hmm. so compared to that my few <laughs> one star reviews really you know so <laughs> that's a at good the strategy. end of the piece i said my goal would be to get a thousand one star yeah, reviews that's smart, so huh? then i think i will arrive <laughs> <laughs> all right okay so now let's switch focus to then talking about how people can build a network so and i would love to hmm. get your thoughts on do you think someone's professional network is important? Has your network helped you as an author? I think in this day and age, you can't discount the professional network online. Um, I have a separate life in which a more serious uh, uh, career. And I have a profile on LinkedIn, which I maintain. And I found that that has helped me get uh, progress in my career. And I have headhunters approaching me quite regularly mm. from just my profile on LinkedIn in which I have everything from my education. Of course, I have my photo. I have uh, all of my jobs with achievements sort of in each job. I have online presentations there. So I have a very complete profile and I do connect with people there, although I'm not as focused on connecting. I'm more, it kind of happens organically, but Really, every now and then, whenever I meet a new person, I just look up on LinkedIn and I connect with them. So over several years, I have amassed a few hundred uh, connections. And like I said, it has proven uh, really um, very helpful in my career progression. In terms of my author life, I rely mostly on Twitter and blog combination to grow my network. And I would say that that has been invaluable as well because what it has, it doesn't help with sales all that much, I think, but what it does, it does help raise the profile and it has helped me net those 79 reviews for my first book, which has only been in print for just over a year for self-published right. author to have that many reviews is actually quite an achievement. Yeah, and so, so the, it's all your Twitter followers and who, who went and read your books and left those reviews? Uh, no, no, quite a few of them are random, but uh, it was really important in the very first few weeks of the existence of the book mm. because that's when, wh that's when your book is out there with zero reviews. Mm. And uh, this is the reviews are very important for people to uh, decide whether or not they're going to spend even 99 cents right. or in some cases even pick up a free book because Amazon is these days full of freebies. Yeah. So even with freebies, you have to stand out. Um, my first book in the series is currently free mm. uh, ever since I have released the second one. So uh, yeah, uh, majority of those reviews are probably um, independent, sort of people who don't really necessarily know or follow me. Mm -hmm. But if you read the reviews, quite a few of them say, I have come across this author through her engaging blog. 
Oh, and then after they've read my blog, they've decided because I read, I write my blog entries in the same sort of style. They are humorous. They're, they have information in them, but it's presented in a humorous way. And while once people like the style in which I write, they decide mm. to look at my book. I see. Um, and yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about, I mean, it is very interesting. So you, for you, your online presence is basically through your blog and then I guess through Twitter. So what are the different kind of people, like flavors of people that you've met through these, uh, through, through what you're writing or either on your blog or on your Twitter profile? Um, I started with the blog and it's been about three years now. Um, and people, my followers there are mostly authors and I am almost at 5,000 followers just on the blog. I would say probably major 90% of them are other self-published authors. And I think that the most popular entries, the ones that attract the most attention, most likes, and comments are those that are very practical because I share for free the tips on how to self-publish, the tips on how to make your WordPress uh, blog look better or incorporate. Every time I find a workaround, I put a blog about it. And I think the short to the point workarounds attract a lot attract a lot of attention. Um, one of my blogs, blog entries that is very popular is one that I maintain as a live document where I list all the um, various online companies that promote books and I list the details of whether or not they're free or paid services, how much I paid and how many downloads I got for them. I so I actually very transparently just show, I have often posted even the charts of my sales. Okay. So that's the kind of people that follow me on uh, blogs, on Twitter. Yeah. No, I was just saying this is very interesting. Not a question. I was just, you know, as you're talking about this, I think what's really interesting is that, that you are very, very nicely and very freely sharing your knowledge in the area of self-publishing. So you, as you're going through this process yourself, you are becoming more and more of an expert in self-publishing and you are sharing this knowledge and not just superficial knowledge. So as you said, as you learn something new, you write a post about it. Or as, for, uh, for example, you're maintaining this running list of companies who can help promote your books and then you're you know providing some data on them, which is really very helpful information, right? So that's your way of adding value to people around you and then they in turn, you know, choose to follow you, help you in your, you know, as you, as you're writing more books. Yes, yes. Uh, it's definitely the number one way to attract followers is to provide something of value. Mm. And on the blog, it's more the value. On Twitter, it's entertainment. So I'll talk about that in a moment. But on the blog, uh, if you look back, if somebody decided to look back at the whole three years, the blog started with me knowing nothing. My first entry was sort of, I'm really scared and I'd like to finish a novel and I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to put... Uh, put it out there that I want to do it. That was the first entry. And these days I have two books published and I am, yes, becoming sort of a beginner expert in self-publishing. Mm. And it's also very inspiring to other people. A lot of comments that I get is just inspiring to see that uh, through the obstacles, and for some reason I get a lot of them, mm. I continue uh, persisting and I actually am getting 
small, better, slowly improving results right. uh, in all areas. Yeah. Right. And do you share these kind of obstacles that you're running into also on the blog? Yes, I do. So yeah. everything from uh, me switching strategies. Um, sometimes I'm, my blog entries are funny but frustrated. So um, a frustrated entry about not getting any sales. Uh, my recent uh, change is I actually want to once again pursue traditional publishing and how I'm planning on doing that. Um, I have pr- pursued traditional publishing, then switched to self-publishing, then now I'm going to do that again. So it's an ongoing narrative. And um, in some ways, I actually started doing it for myself because I have such a poor memory that once I do something, months later, I won't remember how to do it. I actually refer to my own blog entries um, when yeah, I need like to remember how I did something. Yeah. Okay. It's like a diary. And it, yeah. it's, it's a diary and it's a reminder. And for example, with the marketing efforts, the reason I started the list of companies was just to remember whom I'm adver- I have advertised with at which times. Yeah. And now I put notes for myself which ones I will continue to advertise with and which ones I am currently ignoring. I see. Okay. No, this is this is very nice. And then on Twitter, uh, you said that there yes. is more entertainment, right? So can you share some examples like what works? Um, so on Twitter, I first started just doing observational jokes and actually those got retweeted a lot. Um, mm. They were in because I can see which ones were my fo- most um, sort of popular right. in the um, the five star or what is it that uh, um, what is it on Twitter the program that tells you which of your posts are the most popular. So it was jokes. Yeah. I started with just doing kind of and online stand-up comedy Hmm. Um, and these days what I do I use it mostly for promoting my book so what I do is I put funny quotes from the book with a link to the book and they get shared quite a bit Um, and I also use buffer to post them um, at certain points throughout the day and I do believe that I have gotten sales from Twitter yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm just looking at the Twitter profile, you have, uh, I think 62.9,000, so around 63,000 followers. And mm-hmm. uh, you, you're doing surveys. Well, this is actually a retweet from someone. But uh, let's see, like, do you Trump loves tacos? Is it like, is it? Uh, (laughs) So that one is actually me in uh, makeup as a, I, I have done all kinds of various other, this is an old YouTube that I have done uh, about a year ago when Trump famously has uh, done sort of something about the Mexican. uh, So he said he loves Mexicans Mm -hmm. and he ate a taco. It was very offensive. Mm. So I uh, made a video. Yeah. And I've just shared that from uh, YouTube, I guess, because I do have a YouTube profile as well, but I don't maintain it quite as bit. So that's just yeah. me in makeup. If you yeah. click on it, you'll yeah, see. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I didn't yeah. realize that. But now <laughs> that you say it, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is very good because you, you seem to be fairly active on Twitter. And then, yeah, I see a lot of quotes and then you have your the, the photograph of the book, Shizzle, and um, then you've linked to the book. Yes. So um, obviously, as probably everybody knows, uh, on Twitter, if you have a video or a photo, you will automatically get more exposure. People are more likely to notice it. So I hope everybody that's on Twitter seriously is using Twitter analytics to see which ones of their tweets are um, more effective. More effective, yeah. 
Yeah. And so did you consciously think about the kind of brand or image that you were trying to create on Twitter? Uh not to, to begin with, uh mm. but I have yes, so at first it was just sort of stand-up comedy, then it morphed into um the more of the marketing for the author. All right. So I guess in terms of your advice for people who are trying to build their own network, how would you recommend this? How would you recommend they think about it and what's a good way to start? Um you've already picked up on that and I think the most important things are uh think about what is your brand and who it is that you want to attract um and uh are you adding value to that community. So for example in my case I want to work with other self-published authors. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sharing ideas with them in turn I find that they are helpful to me by reading and reviewing my book for example. Um and so I want to connect with authors on both blog and Twitter and um on blog especially number one way I'm doing that is to give provide value even if I take some time to moan about my problem I always uh write down some kind of plan of how I'm going to overcome that mm-hmm. and I find that it resonates with people who have very similar problems and they are excited to see that well one somebody is actually persisting in the face of obstacles and two they have some kind of plan that perhaps those other people can use as well yeah uh and uh, yeah so and that's very broad advice in terms of practical advice i would suggest using available tools and techniques uh that some people may not know about so for example using buffer um and that's the way to schedule your tweets right. so that you can have continuous presence online and uh, so that you don't disappear when you're going on a vacation mm-hmm. um and that you uh, for example I'm in Australia but I want to target uh, Americans uh, that are awake when I'm at work mm-hmm. so I schedule so that I can actually keep my job I schedule those tweets in buffer another thing is to use twitter analytics as i mentioned so have a look at what is working for you and what isn't in terms of attracting um the or in terms of finding followers i also think people are not using lists in twitter and okay. they could be using lists to their advantage um and that's that? both to find somebody to follow or um find communities so and i don't know if i need to go into detail yeah, about no, I would, that i would Basically, love to you, I, yeah. yeah i would love to hear details on that actually how do you use lists okay so um you may see in your notifications that somebody has added you to a list right. and you may wonder what it is yeah anytime somebody adds you to the list have a look at what it is so every day a dozen people add me to various author lists now mm-hmm. and that's because i have um uh subscribed so it's you can also make your own list so basically on twitter and let me just have a look i hope i'm not going to drop you um because it's difficult for me to kind of talk about it without having it in front of me i mean i can so if you want yeah? i can pull things up for you if uh, if that helps yeah so when you uh, click on the settings you can see lists and right. that in that particular area you can have lists that you are subscribed to or you are a member of right. and you can create your own so for example um every time somebody retweets me i 
add them to the list that I called awesome writer retweeters. Mm. And uh, a lot of people have followed that list because they want to follow and become friends with people who retweet. Mm. Uh, people who I add to this list oftentimes thank me for being added. Um, and uh, it's it kind of creates this uh, sub-community of people who are willing to retweet authors. I see. Um, okay. Yeah, so then I uh, have I have a list for book reviewers. So every time I come across somebody who reviews books, I add them to that list. Hmm. And again, other people find the list, they subscribe to it, and then they follow me. So these days I get, uh, every day, I probably get several hundred followers from, I think, me being on various lists. Oh, I so, see, okay. Yeah, so because I am listed on several hundred author lists now okay. i think people find those lists and they follow me and then i get to choose whether i want to follow them back or not interesting okay yeah i didn't know lists were that effective that's really good to know because i mean i do get added to lists when i and i've always been like okay fine whatever like i've never really paid much attention to it but i didn't either and i would say that i've started using lists like that for the last six months or so at first and it has in that particular way, I can see the snowballing effect of actually being added to lists, me being me subscribing to lists, because as soon as you subscribe, you're also listed in the subscribers. Hmm. So it's like you are adding yourself to that list in a way. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. This is yeah. very helpful, Anna. All right. Well, anything else you'd like to share either about blogging or about Twitter? Um, I think you should have fun with it because, uh, and, oh, one thing that I would like to add, and I think it's been said a lot, but I don't know why people do it anyway, no automated messages <laughs> and no spamming. I think that so many people shoot themselves in the foot by spamming others. Um, these days I also started being, um, I really want to use my notifications to contact other people, but now I'm getting all these I'm sort of uh, copied or tagged yeah. in messages. And in some cases, I've had to block people because I just don't want them to continuously tag me mm. in the messages. It's like they're knocking on my door uh, yeah. several times a day. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I would like to hear for from someone who can say that for them, automated messages worked. But I really think in the long term, it's a poor strategy. So... Just a word of warning there. Don't no, do it. Absolutely. I agree. Because it's so annoying and it's so clear that it's an automated message. I, I wonder who are the people who actually respond to automated messages. I no. don't think anybody does. Uh, and it doesn't help if you start the automated message with sorry for the automated message. Yeah. It's still an <laughs> automated message. Yeah, I agree. Totally yeah. agree. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much, Anna. This was really wonderful. Uh, and thank, I really you. like this advice about, you know, thinking about what is your brand and then trying, you know, I think blogging and Twitter are great ways of sharing information. So just, you know, if, if someone can identify what is that, that area or that niche, which they feel passionate about, where they can then start adding value to others, um, mm -hmm. that can be very powerful. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Well, thanks again. Yep. Thank Bye. you. Take care. Bye-bye. 
All right. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion. And if you enjoyed today's discussion as much as I did, you should subscribe to the podcast. Simply go to our website at www.learneducatediscover.com. And in fact, over there, you'll also find episodes from our other podcast, Learn, Educate, Discover, which has discussions with people from various professions, such as a product manager from LinkedIn, an investment banker from Deutsche Bank, consultants from McKinsey and AT Carney, product marketing manager from Facebook, UX researcher from Airbnb, and many, many others. So do check out our website. And in fact, over there, you can also subscribe for our newsletter. So check out the website at learneducatediscover.com. If you have any questions, you can email us at hello at learneducatediscover.com. You can tweet at us at LED underscore curator and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash learneducatediscover. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and for your time. And until the next one, bye-bye.